We're back at it here in the courtroom of current events on Peter's Proffer. We're in the holiday spirit, and today's topic is about the holidays. We have actually had some questions recently from some of our clients that own businesses or are employees in big businesses or retail stores, and they want to know about holiday pay. What's required by law? What time off is required? What kind of pay is required? So we're going to dive into that today. And we're also doing some fun things coming up in the holiday. If you're on our newsletter mailing list, you're going to be getting a flyer that's going to explain about the East-West Shrine game, which is the college all-star game here in St. Petersburg, Florida. We are a sponsor of it every year. We get some tickets that we do in giveaways. So if you're on our list or if you listen to this podcast and you want Uh, some tickets to the East-West Shrine game, just email me, petertragos at greeklaw.com, and I can reserve some tickets for you. We're going to do a big tailgate before with food, DJ, tailgate games, all sorts of things before the game, and the tickets will be good for entry into the game as well. So just let us know if you want to join that party with us. It's going to be a lot of fun, but for now, just sit back and enjoy this episode. So today we're going to be talking about how to handle the holidays as an employer and what is required if you're an employee that your employer does during the holidays. So so to start out, we are going to talk about holiday pay. And there are different kinds of employees, which we've explained on other podcasts. If you want to know about exempt employees versus non-exempt employees, we have a Fair Labor Standards Act, Overtime Pay Podcast, How to Pay Your Employees, I believe is what it's called. And that's a previous podcast. So you can go listen to that where we dive really deep into the difference between non-exempt and exempt employees. But just to get us in a spot so we can go through this podcast, exempt employees are salaried employees. They make a certain amount of money. They get paid the same amount every week, no matter what, and they work however many hours they need to. Non-exempt employees are hourly workers, for lack of a better term. So there's a lot that goes into that, but just so you understand kind of who we're talking to, we're going to start out with the non-exempt employees that are hourly workers that get paid for every hour that they work. They are non-exempt, meaning if they work more than 40 hours in a work week, they are required to be paid time and a half for any hour of work over 40 hours. So starting out there, Pete, what is the requirement for a non-exempt employee to be paid for a holiday? Well, there isn't any. Uh, and In fact, if you're non-exempt, it, it's kind of a double-edged sword because even though the law requires that you're paid for the hours that you're working and any, uh, any amount of time over 40 hours in a, in a uh, seven-day work uh, period has to be paid at a time and a half, if you're not working, there's no obligation that you be paid. So just because it's a holiday, your employer could say, all right, we're not working tomorrow, but that doesn't require you to be paid for not being at work. So just to, to summarize, if you don't work on a holiday as a non-exempt employee, your employer is not required by federal law to pay you for that day off. Dad, what about the fact of getting that holiday off? Is that required by federal law? No, it is not unless you work for a governmental agency. And some governmental agencies have specific statutes they have to follow that are legal holidays. For instance, the federal government has, how many uh, is it? I think it's eight? Well, eight or 10, depending on how you look at yeah. it. Yeah, federal holidays. State actually has different federal, has different holidays than the Public. federal government does. Public right? holidays, right. So, so those days could be different. 
if you're in a private business, uh, think about it, hospitals. Well, hospitals don't close on holidays. Mm-hmm. Those people work. Retail. I mean, you think know. about retail really with right. Black Friday just having happened. You know, you think about those retail workers that um, are open and booming during some of the holidays. So, so a private company does not have to pay you if they give the day off, but they also do not even have to give you the day off, which is surprising to a lot of people. They think that it's, you know, their federal right or there's some federal law that protects these holidays. They actually don't. Holidays are looked at by the federal government as any other business day. And I'm glad you said private because, again, if you're a government employee, the statutes provide that that is a paid holiday. Correct, right. That's built into kind of your government pay. But that being said, a lot of these holidays, and this is something you may want to talk about your employer or if you're in an interview and you're asking, you're thinking about what job to take as an employee, you can ask, do you give holidays off? Do you give paid holidays? Which holidays do you consider paid holidays versus ones that you don't? Which uh, days do you expect us to work for holiday pays? Those are all uh, questions that are appropriate because holiday pay and giving holidays off can be worked into a benefits program as an employer or an employee, and they can even be in some of the employee handbooks, which will explain what days you get off and what days are paid versus not paid. So then when comparing that non-exempt employee with an exempt salaried employee, how does that differ, Pete? Well, the difference is when you're, an, uh, when you're a salaried employee, you're paid regardless of whether you're there or not. Now, again, the double-edged sword is if your employer wants you to work Christmas, you may have to work Christmas because you're going to be paid for it anyway. Uh, but if your employer gives you Christmas off, then you're still paid for it. So salaried employees are actually paid if they're given the holiday off because if they work during a work week, they get that weekly salary. If the employer decides to give them a day off, they still have to pay that weekly salary. They don't get to uh, erase one day from their salary pay. What happens if you are, quote, a salary employee, but you're under that limit that the government talks about? So you're actually not considered a salary employee, but an hourly employee. Well, that's the difference between all... Salary is not the appropriate term. Exempt employee is the appropriate term. So a lot of people have jobs out there and they're called salaried and they're paid the same amount every week. That's not actually appropriate under federal law. We talked about this a lot in one podcast, but if you're not an exempt employee, which means you make over $916 a week, um, you, you have control over certain employees, there's a million exemptions that make you an exempt employee. We go through a ton of them in the podcast on how do you pay your employees. So if you want to know whether or not you're exempt, you can, re- you can listen back to that podcast if you go to iTunes. But if you're a salaried exempt employee, meaning you don't get overtime pay if you work 50 hours because you meet some exemption, you are going to get paid whether or not you work that holiday. So now that we've gotten through what pay is required, actually, we didn't go through this. So Pete, you talked about how a boss can require you to work on a holiday, okay? If they require you to work on that holiday, do they have to give you some special or increased holiday pay, like double pay or time and a half, anything like that? There's nothing in the federal statute that requires any additional more compensation at all. So it's straight hourly pay if you're an hourly worker, or you just get your normal salary if you're a salaried worker. Nothing stops your boss from paying you more or giving you an incentive or trying to make you not hate them as a boss for making them work on Christmas. 
but there's nothing that requires them to give you extra pay. Right. And a lot of people, I think, especially those that come from the Atlantic Northeast, uh, especially where there's a lot of union presence, they consider holiday pay and they think of it that it's a federal law, but it's not. What it is is a union negotiated. negotiated right. Right. That's what it is. It's something that's negotiated in a contract of some sort by lawyers or union reps or whatever, but it is not a federal law that applies to everybody like the FLSA, which requires that overtime payment for non-exempt employees. Um, Okay, so Pete, why don't you list off what the actual federal holidays are? Yeah, they're New Year's, Memorial Day. New Year's Day. New Year's Day, yes. Memorial Day, Independence Day, that's the 4th of July. Uh, Labor Day, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Martin Luther King Day, Veterans Day, and And that was just Christmas Day. The day only, yes. And President's Day. So interesting that Christmas Eve's not on there, New Year's Eve's not on there, the day after Thanksgiving is not on there, the day after the Super Bowl is not right. on there. Some people think it should be a holiday. Your birthday is not a holiday. Your birthday, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And also keep in mind that if it falls on a Saturday or a Sunday, usually the holiday is the next Monday. Right. So the Monday, the office may be closed. It may not be Christmas, but it might be closed. Right. And again, they don't have to do that. But a lot of offices and a lot of employers do do that. And you did say that was the federal holidays, whereas the states allowed to make their own holidays. Exactly. Each state individually can make their own holidays, just like each state can make their minimum wage um, and things like that. So it's, it's you know, some of that stuff is different um, when you go state versus federal. So now that we've gotten the holiday pay down, I did want to talk about some interesting facts um, about holidays and how they're paid and how employers and employees have to work through the holidays. Um, so I've already talked about how the federal law sees a holiday as any other workday. Um, employers are actually allowed to give certain holiday or certain employees the day off and other employees don't get the day off. Meaning if you're a retail worker for some reason, they can give the managers the day off, but not the salespeople or vice versa. They can give the hourly workers the day off, but not the salaried uh, workers because they're going to have to pay them anyways. They're allowed to make them come to work. They don't have to blanket it across all their employees that everybody gets the day off. Right. As long as you're not kind of jumping over into that race, religion, creed, national origin, sexual orientation, and age. Right. You can't do it for any discriminatory purpose, just like you can't do anything for a discriminatory purpose. But if you have some kind of business reason, meaning you're going to have to pay the salaried people anyways, you're actually legally allowed to make them work and not the other employers. Some employees. Because that builds a lot of morale in the company. I know. I know. Some, some employers even do... If you're sick or don't work the day before the holiday, they don't pay you for the holiday even though they would normally would because you didn't work the day before. So they can do whatever rules they want as to whether or not they're going to pay you or not going to pay you on that holiday. Right, and they don't even have to come up with that reason like you're explaining. Right. There doesn't have to be a reason for them not to pay you for the holiday. Now, most do, but we're just talking legally speaking what you have to do. Yeah, I, I did do some research and it sounded kind of odd to me, but then I thought about, for example, companies like, and I'm going to use Amazon as an example. I'm not sure if they actually do this, but they actually come to a point where during the holidays, they're busier, UPS, for example. So what they do is opposed to giving you holidays off, they'll double your pay. So they're happy to have you come to work, pay you double since in fact, they're the, it's the busiest time of year for them. Right. Or give you the days off after January 1st or whatever it is. Um, so another thought thing that I thought was interesting is an obvious is if you work for a company like you're talking about that is actually busier during the holiday and you work more than 40 hours on that holiday week, they still have to pay you overtime for any hours you work over 40 hours. So if you are working on a holiday that kicks you over 40 hours for that week, you do then, in fact, 
get time and a half, meaning one and a half times your hourly rate for every hour you work over 40 hours, whether or not it falls on that holiday. It doesn't change anything. No, uh, another thing I saw that was neat, uh, there are some companies, and my wife's company actually does this, they shut down the last uh, you know, seven or ten days of the year. And the reason they do this, A, they give everybody that time off, recognizing everybody's going to take it off anyway. And two, it gives the company an opportunity to kind of just get everything ready to go for beginning of the year. Right. So, And then all that stuff is just company by company, whether they want to do something like that or whether they don't. Um, another interesting fact, which is really important for employers, if you give that holiday eight hours off, but you still pay for those eight hours of work, meaning that person's time card is going to have those eight hours of holiday pay, and those eight hours push them over 40 for the week. So for the example, somebody works 35 hours in four days, and they get eight hours of holiday pay, which brings them to 43 hours. How do you pay those last three hours? Is it overtime pay or is it not overtime pay? Well, according to the the, uh, federal laws, those three hours are not overtime pay. You do not have to pay time and a half for those three hours because it's 40 hours actually worked so if you're giving eight paid hours that they didn't work during that week and they only worked 35 hours you just pay straight pay for those 43 hours so even though it went over the 40 hour threshold it's kind of complicated but i think you understand they only worked 35 hours that week and those eight hours are a benefit you're giving them that you don't have to paying them for that holiday but you do not actually have to pay time and a half over the 40 hours on that time card because they only worked 30 35 hours Um, So next, let's talk a little bit about um, religious holidays and how the federal government deals with religious holidays. Pete, do they have to give you off for a religious holiday? How does that change kind of what we've been talking about with holiday pay? Uh, That's interesting. There are actually some religious holidays that are set into the federal, um, uh, the federal, and I'll call them generally holidays. In fact, they are holidays, holy days. For example, Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, uh, Jewish holidays, those are technically government federal holidays. Good Friday. Good Friday is another one that you're going to take off. They're not, I'm not sure if they're federally mandated, but they're time that pretty much all federal agencies are off. So as long as not a hardship for the governmental agency or a hardship, uh, you know, for the for the company, you can give people their their religious of course holidays you can. off. That's not we're not talking about whether or not you can. We're talking about whether or not you have to. I don't think you have to at all. So basically, you have to accommodate somebody for their religious beliefs, but that accommodation is only a reasonable accommodation. So you you have to work with your employer. Let them know when you're going to want the time off and what religious reasons you're going to want that time off for. Um, it can't, like you said, create an undue hardship. Um, and it can't be too costly or difficult. Like if you're a single employee at a retail store, you probably can't ask for Black Friday off and say it for it, it's for religious reasons. Your employer can pl- probably force you to work that day. But like you're saying, if it's Yom Kippur and you know everybody knows you take that off every year, then he's got to do it. Your employer's got to do everything he can to accommodate that religious reason and can't discriminate against you because of that religious request to take that holiday off. I think one of the problems, and the problem is a more developing problem, in that if you let, for instance, Christian holidays, well, it's been you know traditional, no one's ever complained about a Jewish holiday. But what about now that we've expanded maybe what a religion means and what is a religion? How far does that go where you, if you give one off, you have to give them all off for the special days? Yeah, I think that, the, that that's pretty clear that it has to be equal opportunity. So if you give one off for a Christian holiday, you have to give every 
recognized religion's holiday off. Now, if it's a made-up religion and that's something you want to go to battle with with your employee, then that's your decision. That's a business decision. But if you give off Good Friday, you give off Rosh Hashanah, you give off Yom Kippur, you can give off Earth Day for somebody that worships the Earth if they ask to take that day off. Now, you don't have to pay somebody for taking a religious holiday. So that's something that's similar to federal holidays is if they want to take Good Friday off, you don't have to pay them for that even if you give them that day off. Same thing if somebody wants to make up an Earth religion to take Earth Day off, you don't have to pay them for that, but it's probably a good idea to give them that day off if you do recognize these religious holidays and it's not an undue hardship that's too costly for you to accommodate. So that is everything you need to know about holiday pay. Hopefully you already enjoyed your Thanksgiving and hopefully you have a Merry Christmas and any other holiday you may celebrate, even Earth Day out there for all you Earth people. Uh, So thanks for listening in with us and we'll be back with you next week.